Hello world, we're big gay nerds. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns and you can find me online on Twitter, Podcaster Elliot. You can also find my other work if you want to hear more of me GMing in the podcasts Infinity City or Bone Rollers, which have both just recently wrapped up their first seasons. Ooh. And today I will be leading the game of Henshin, joined by Owen. Hey, I'm Owen. My pronouns are he and him. I'm the founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds. And uh, in this game, I'm going to be playing Psy, the blue hero. Jonix. Hi, I'm Jonix. They, them are my pronouns. Um, and today I'll be playing Jackie, the green hero. And Ellie. Hello, I'm Ellie. Uh, pronouns are she, they. And for this game, I'm playing uh, Rowan, the red hero. All right, so I guess if we want to jump straight on into it, or should I give a recap of what? Um, I guess a recap. I also just realized: are we supposed to formally state like what our like focused like tasks are for gameplay oh. at the very start? What? Yes, we should do that just to sort of give an idea of like what we look to accomplish during the game. Oh, okay. So on each of your color playbooks, you're given tasks to sort of guide uh, like what you want to see out of the episode, where you want your character to go. And it will also play into leveling up at the end of a session. So if you would each the honor of looking the tasks on your playbook and let me know which one you feel like focusing on for our first episode okay so um out of my i'm just going to like read off like the full list just real quick my options are calculate possible courses of action play it by the book most of the time Find the right time for sensibility and for deadpan humor. Prove that brain trumps brawn. And explore fallibility and prodigy. I'm going for the simplest one, and I think that proving that brain trumps brawn makes for a good initial arc for this character. Oh, for sure. Okay, um, yeah, I'll do the same. Um, so my, my tasks are show that one size doesn't fit all. Throw inexperience or ineptitude at a problem and see what sticks. <laughs> Approach the right thing to do from the wrong way to do it. <laughs> Unveil a profound talent when others don't expect it. And Ooh. explore vulnerability and coming of age. Um, and I think... Uh, I think I'm going to focus on unveiling a profound talent when others don't expect it. Nice. Open and strong. Yeah, okay, so for the, the Red Ranger tasks are charge ahead recklessly if no one is depending on you, rise to the occasion when it's the right thing to do, express wonder even if it borders on naivete, eagerly shine the spotlight on your teammates too, and explore self-realization and eventual leadership. Uh, I think for the... I think the episode... First couple episodes goal probably would be uh, rise to the occasion when it's the right thing to do. All right, that sounds like how Red Rangers get started. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, 
Enshin is a very Power Rangers, uh, Tokusatsu, whatever your common uh, Rider type show of choices. There's uh, probably at least a hundred by now to choose from. <laughs> you probably are a fan or at least aware of at least one of them. Uh, usually teenagers or young adults in colorful spandex fighting nameless mooks and a giant villain, generally in a rock quarry somewhere. <laughs> uh, or like a park. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, somewhere so, where it's really easy to get a permit. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, in the woods somewhere. <laughs> uh, so this game is diceless. And players are going to take turns taking either light turns, regular turns, or heavy turns, which are light turns will give them tokens, and usually are sort of drawbacks to the character. Uh, regular turns are just things they can do at any point, guidelines towards what makes a good story. And heavy turns are generally successes or good things, things getting them towards their goals and will cost a token. Gotcha. Very tiny and sort of action economy. I like it. With that, we will go ahead and get us started off. So, starting off on Sylvan Beach, we get the sort of long overhead shot that shows the beachfront itself, all of the various downtown stores and shopping districts, and various places, you know, people may be hanging out on the street, sitting outside of restaurants, going between stores here and there. And then we are going to transfer over, just a second, let me pull up my notes. Uh, we are actually going to start off on Rowan. Okay. Rowan, what is your sort of character establishing scene in this first episode? Where do we find you before work and sort of what are you getting into? Hmm. Also, if you want to give us just like a brief description of like what Rowan looks like. Yeah, okay. So I think um so I think Rowan's like uh you know about 23 like 5 foot 10 sort of has a perpetual uh 5 o'clock shadow um like perpetual uh blue jeans and <laughs> a jacket that he's worn every day uh since middle school <laughs> you know that sort of situation um yeah so I'm trying to think. I figure he has like, he has like a trailer, like somewhere like cheap to live, like where you can like see the beach, you know, something like that. All right, I had to pick out like looks. So, I'll, uh, so the looks I picked are uh, cocky face, fiery eyes, and uh, active wear. So maybe it's more like a, maybe it's more like a, not sweatpants, but like jogging pants. Right. So the thing is, he's trying to keep his nose clean because he's got the Officer Carson breathing down his neck. Oh, maybe he's got maybe he's got the ankle uh, thing. Oh, the like he's like he gets out of bed. He's got the 
like the the monitoring like thing on his ankle, and he's like, ah, great, that's right. And, like gets up, uh, takes the trash out, uh, look, make sure nothing happened to his bike while he was asleep. You know, he's like, gotta, I gotta get ready for work. I figure maybe he goes to the uh, that cafe before work. I don't know. Okay, I am down with that. Do we, like, as he's moving through his trailer, do we get, like, the convenient newspaper that happens to, like, mention what he did, or are we leaving Ooh. that mysterious for now? Um, I guess just to, like, uh, leave it mysterious, he probably wouldn't want to leave a reminder about it. Like, maybe he looks at his phone, and he's got, like, messages, and, like, the contact comes out with, like, Officer Carson, like, four unread messages, and he's, like, breathes out and, like, does something else. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so, you like, mentioned your bike. What does your cool motorcycle that you're riding off to the cafe on, what's that look like? Okay... No. I'm assuming it's red because everything in these series is color coded. Oh yeah. Um, let me see. I know very little about motorcycles myself. Uh. Yeah, I figure it's like one of those sort of. It's like one of those sleek Japanese motorcycles, like a. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the Kawasaki's are really good. I like those. Um, let me see. Man, these are, they already look like, uh, Power Rangers motorcycles. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I figure he's got something, Ooh. I think he's like, I think he's got something older though. Like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a project that he's, you know, work putting together a piece at a time when he's like not at the, at the garage. Well, no, it's got to be already done though, because he's going to work on it. Sorry, I'm. Um, yeah. So yeah, some sort of like a '90s Kawasaki. Yeah, he uh, was inspired by Akira back in the day. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Who wasn't? Nice. Who oh, wasn't? somebody yeah. better Akira slide in this series before oh, yeah. we're done. <laughs> uh, as Rowan gets on his bike and starts to head off, our aerial shot pans up and over. And we are going to follow our Blue Ranger. Uh, Jay, what's going on with you in your morning before work? What's your establishing shot like? Okay. Um, well, first off, sorry. Um, I have pivoted to the name Psy. Um, oh, my bad. No, no, it's okay. I did say Jay a couple times in the previous one, but I think I forgot to mention when I said Psy in my intro that it's probably short for Cyrus, but is technically short for Cyan. Like, in-universe, it isn't short for Cyan, but from a doyless perspective, as it were. <laughs> um, it is. Like, um, since he's I a Power kind of... Ranger, they had to think of a name that relates to the color, so they pick Cyan yeah. and then work backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> I okay, so I've got an idea. Um, with your permission, I kind of like the idea that he's maybe already at the cafe when um, when Rowan shows up, and like as Rowan enters the door, like it pans over to to Sai, like already at a booth. If that makes sense, yeah. Rowan can just um, Rowan just wave and be like, "Hey, mind if I join you?" Yeah. <laughs> um, he's already yeah, there. Sure. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> 
So size appearance, um, his like the general like tags I picked were serious face, um, focused eyes, uh, formal wear. So he's wearing like a blue button up shirt. And in terms of like more specific appearance, um, because I assume that this show is being made like in in the contemporary like time, it's obviously it would have been literally impossible for them to get a young Alexander City, but they got the next closest thing. Um, so that's City the general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we have Dr. Bashir at home. Um, said, said actor being best known for the role of uh, Dr. Julian Bashir in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Do a quick Google search. You'll get what I mean. Um, he's a, he's a good looking twink is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> But, uh, he, uh, uh, so Jay is, sorry, I'm doing it now, <laughs> um, size sitting, um, in his booth and he's got like a breakfast, which I don't know exactly what it is, like toast and some fruit or something like that, something sensible. Um, he's got, yeah, he's wearing his button up shirt and he, um, like pays, uh, know what no attention at all to uh rowan because um i i just realized i don't know if this is maybe a bit too much like narrative authority i'm flexing here um, over what like the gm would do but i like the idea that since we're establishing um like the brain versus brawn thing (laughs) that maybe the cute waiter he likes is like flirting with a buff guy across the room and that's what he's doing <laughs> he's just mr bright siding over here just, oh yeah we we just, definitely get the shot of moxie uh moxie is about the same age as Sai, a little bit on the heavier set side uh they uh sort of on the shaggier side of brown hair that they're trying to grow out, but it's kind of in that awkward, like, in-between phase where, like, <laughs> it doesn't look good if you do nothing with it. Also, there's nothing you can do with it. Uh, they have today nails painted a, like, a shiny light blue color, and they are very clearly enraptured with one of the local... No, I don't think it's even a local. I think it's like a bodybuilder type that has come into town. Uh, yeah, a bodybuilder type that is coming to town <laughs> for reasons that you're not aware of just yet. Okay. Yeah. And so he's just like, I, I think he's just sort of like watching and like very moodily like eating his breakfast and um, like doesn't even acknowledge Rowan until he is like literally sitting next to him at which point he sort of like starts a little bit is like oh <laughs> uh, good good morning I was thinking across but yeah oh, okay <laughs> across is also good because then he would li- oh he like literally he like it's like a POV shot of him just like staring across the room at Moxie and then Rowan's face just takes up the entirety of the screen <laughs> yes oh oh Good morning. Hey, pouting over your fruit and toast? <laughs> For a, he's taking a second to figure out if that's some kind of... 
well, if there's a double the entendre there. <laughs> no, it, no, it's not, dog. I can see you pouting at Moxie over there. Maybe if you eat some meat, they'd look at you too, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy laughing to respond, and he's too busy not laughing to respond. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I figure they do this, like, about every morning. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Uh, so, quick check on uh, your playbook there, Blue. You have uh, one of your light turns is become demoralized by a setback. Do you think that's <laughs> fitting here? Um, I think, hmm. I think, yeah, that's definitely that. Yeah, he's, he is demoralized by a setback. No. 100%. All right, so go ahead and uh, mark down that you're taking a token for that. Uh, Hell yeah. I assume we're getting just, like, straight-faced, like, staring straight at Rowan, like, that's not funny type of look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm power gaming already. (laughs) Uh, So in the background of this scene, as we look out the window, what do we see size motorcycle look like? <laughs> uh, if you need time to think, I actually found a 1990s Kawasaki Ninja 250 that's adorable. Ooh, okay. It's, a, um, it's not nearly as cool. Oh, this looks a lot more like something he would own. <laughs> I do like that. Look at the suspension yeah. on that thing. Um, actually, I already had something of a mental image for a size bike, which is something... In, like, sort of the Harley-Davidson area, I feel like that would be just a little bit too, like, you know, burly for him. But, like, I'm thinking of, in comparison to, like, these two are, like, these are the the two motorcycles we're looking at here are very sort of, like, proud of their inner workings, as it were, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm picturing something that's got a lot more of just, like, just, like, you know, sort of the rounded casing on it. Oh, and um, one of the main reasons for that is that there's got to be a lot of room for him to have um, an airbrushed wizard on it. <laughs> oh, of course. Love that so much. And then in the background of this uh, scene, I'm going to take a little bit of narrative control here. Uh, Jackie, what's going on with you as you pull into the diner to meet your work friends? Okay, so first off, everyone can hear Jackie coming because <laughs> uh, they are riding on a dirt bike. And it goes like... And it's like, it just fills up the whole, like, the whole street. Like, there's no, there's no question who's coming up. Um... And so they, you know, they skid into not really a parking spot, actually probably like, you know, next to a planter or something, just anywhere they can put their bike. Um, (laughs) And uh, they, they, they have like, they walk like they're in a routine, like, like they walk with such confidence that it's, it is abundantly clear to everyone that this is a this is something that they're just used to uh so they walk into the diner or they are sorry the cafe uh they they uh uh point and wink at the uh the barista behind the counter 
because <laughs> I assume there is one there. Uh, they they. Oh yeah, they, there's like there's like oh, a conventionally sorry. attractive young girl that like wings back. <laughs> Excellent. Um, they uh, they you know slide up to the to the register, uh, put you know two dollars and fifty seven cents on the counter. And, uh, and just, like, sit there waiting for their, their, like, cup of whatever. You know, something ex- extremely <laughs> sweet. Uh, some sort of coffee drink that is, like, too sweet for any, any other human to, to, to handle. But, but for whatever reason, they're made of stronger stuff. <laughs> um, Built different. So, Jackie is, uh, is wearing a, uh is actually just wearing their their work uniform because they couldn't be bothered to 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 change twice in a day. Um so <laughs> it's just a, a baggy green jumpsuit. Um that that sort of obscures their most of their form except for their their goofy grin, uh their fresh face and their sparkling eyes. Uh excellent. And uh, and 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 I should note that their their dirt uh, the dirt bike that they came in on is not color coded. It looks like it was pulled out of the uh, <laughs> like pulled out of the dump and fixed up. Like it is like rusty in places. It, like you can see the chrome wearing off in other spots. Like it, it's bad. <laughs> uh. Love that for them. And then uh, they spot uh, their their uh, compatriots and and uh, and sort of you know schmoove sh- on over uh, and, and <laughs> slide into a, a, into the uh, the booth with them. Is the unexpected talent going to be schmoovement? <laughs> <laughs> they slide <up> over. <laughs> yeah. uh, you see if I yeah, jump cancel, backward long jump through the. <laughs> Through the door and uh, and right into the seat, saving saving myself eighteen seconds. They just clip through the back of the seat and sit down. Great. But yeah. So so that is uh, that's what Jackie's up to. Yeah, Ron would be like Jackie. Come on, we'll fix that thing up if you ask us. Honest. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I've got a whole project in mind for it. This summer is gonna be epic. <laughs> yeah, all right. My concern is that if you keep parking it near ours, some aspect of it may be transmittable. <laughs> yeah, like, I've got a bad enough reputation as it is without that thing going off on the street all day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just don't see the potential. There's art- There's artistry in the junk, you know? Mm. Yeah, all right. Like, if you want a replacement, we'll work something out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be able to get you something better than that. Sorry, I was pressing the wrong button for my push to talk. Oh, no. I think oh. as everybody is clowning on Jackie's motorcycle, <laughs> Moxie has noticed that two more people have sat with Sai and come up. Uh, sorry, and he comes over to take your all's order. Uh, he, like, pulls out the little notepad and pen, and I think, side you notice that he's not looking at you a whole lot as he's <sighs> taking their order. Okay, yeah, well, I, 
<laughs> I'm... Well, I mean, I'm already dejected by it. Like, this is just par for the course, then. Ron will be like, yeah, let me get uh, two eggs over easy, two strips of bacon, and some of that toast. That'd be great. Oh, coffee. Right, I almost forgot coffee. Uh, thank you, Moxie. <laughs> I think Moxie has, like, already started writing your order down before you start ordering. Yeah, Rowan has <laughs> got the same thing every day for, like, as long as he's been coming here, so... And uh, for you, Jackie? I'm all set, Mox, but you're, you're looking great today. I love the nails. <laughs> oh, thanks. And he, like, <laughs> sticks his hand out to show him off. I just got this new polish. I, I really like it. Hey, love it. What do you think about it, Cy? Si? Yeah. Oh, come on. Don't put it in Huh? Cy shrivels into a corn cob. Um, <laughs> no, uh, he, like... No, like he gives, he, he gives the, he gives the, uh, um, he, he gives the nails like a very like fleeting glance and says like, yeah, they're really good. <laughs> Thanks. I figured I needed to kind of, you know, freshen it up a little bit. Everybody's coming in and they point with their pin through the window across the street to a, uh, like a recording studio, recording set oh. type of building. Oh. And you all notice that there are a, there is just a litany of conventionally attractive men lined up <laughs> outside. And there is a banner that announces that they are casting for a new reality TV dating show. Mm. Oh, great. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, we're just sort of getting, get here. <laughs> getting a lot of uh, new customers from that, and, you know, worth a shot. Yeah, good uh, Good luck with that. What is that doing here? Well, I guess Question. ever since... Uh, oh, what's, that, what's, the, what's, the, what's the evil corporation? Do we decide on a name for them? I don't think we ever named them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just be like, all right, well, ever since the, the, the big corp moved into town, I guess uh, this is one of those business opportunities they were talking about, right? I suppose so. Well, maybe, maybe if the town's on TV, we can get the shop on TV, you know? Mm. Now there's an idea. So let's, uh, let's not, let's not uh, give them the stink eye too bad, at least until we get out, you know, we're out of view. <laughs> uh oh and you said you had a question or? oh i was going to say like um i i think it was kind of rendered moot actually by what happened uh, after because my question had been like I, I, one thing we didn't establish is this like the origin episode or are we already superheroes by this point oh i thought it was the, like the origin we haven't even i don't know Oh, I had assumed you all were already, but oh, if you, I okay, can reach no, you on to an origin story. No, 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 you're cool. My, because what I had been wondering was, have we been doing this for long enough to immediately become suspicious of like pop up things? However, <laughs> I do like the, even if that is the case, I like the idea of us being clueless about it uh, at the start. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm caught up now. Sorry. 
Yeah, that is my bad. I probably should have clarified that before I end. It's all good for a seat of our pants sort of thing. I'm into it. So, yeah, I think Moxie, like, goes off to put your order in, and I'll give you all a chance to uh, sort of do any character building stuff you want to, or we can skip to, like, after breakfast, uh, sort of your all's call if there's nothing you all uh, have in mind for the scene here. I think size pretty well established at this point, but I'm fine with working with anyone else if they have something in mind. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I yeah, think I'm alright too. Turns and stuff. I can't see anything I'm uh, want to do. Okay, so I think we cut to commercial break as you all eat your breakfast, and after we return from commercials, there is a convenient time. As the three of you are walking out and starting to head to work, the doors of the studio just across the street slam open, and out of the (laughs) doors rides a man in night armor on a big black motorcycle shaped (laughs) like a horse with fire coming from its nose. He has a blonde, conventionally attractive, like, model-looking woman underneath his arm as he starts to drive. And he says, Fat chance any of you losers have got Prince Harming is here to take the bride away. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck. We can't win against this guy. (laughs) Prince Harming? Jesus. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And he oh. is riding off with who you all can only assume is the uh, woman in the uh, dating show that will be picking from her many very similarly looking suitors. <laughs> uh, she does not look happy. She is not going along willingly. Uh, what are Makes the three sense. of you doing? Um, I think that... <laughs> well... Um, it's time to leap into action, of course. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. Um, so, so the very first thing I'm asking is, um, so in order to transform when danger appears, that does require a token, but also we get a token if we, hold on, let me just double check the specific wording, confronts danger to follow their principle. Um... I guess just the question is, if we're leaping into, like, if we're going after this guy, is this following our principle of, like, courage? I think that was the one we picked. I would say this would definitely give each of you a token, assuming you're, like, jumping into danger to go save this young woman. Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. Um. That- then I guess, yeah, we can probably, like, it does occur to me that we could, in theory, just, like, follow on our bikes without transforming. But this does, like, he's he's already very clearly a gimmick guy. Um, I think this seems like a time to transform. Yeah, at least once we're, like, out a little ways. I don't know what the what the secret identity situation here is, but uh, I figure I, I don't want to be in the diner. When... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... I was thinking we could like like transform like while on our bikes, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, 
that's probably now that I think about it, that might just be the stock, like the the like the footage that gets used over and over again that we transform like while we're moving. Yeah, like the the transformation thing is a key, so we're, that's probably the the bike is involved. We tr- like we get the suit, the bike changes into the the ranger version of the bike. Yeah. All right. So since this is Hero's first transformation, uh, what does each of your transformations look like? What's your stock footage for the rest of the season? <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, so, I feel like Red's got to go first. Isn't <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um. All right. So we rush out of the diners. You know, make a quip like, "Is like I've never seen that happen on Bachelorette." Get on the bike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rush after Prince Harming. Um, okay, so on the bike. So steering with one hand, he like reaches into his jacket, pulls out the key. Oh God, what's the? Hmm. Gotta say something, right? It's gotta be. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Do um, we like it's morphing time scene? or it's morphing time? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's fuck. rev it up. Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> like, Why it doesn't have we... to be good. They're never good. It's just a... Time yeah, to action. Mm. Drive into action isn't bad. Um, Going to overdrive. Yeah. Is... Uh, is something related to like the story thing? I don't know. Yeah. The story's just um, getting started. Mm. No, that's yeah. Ooh, oh, okay, I'll, I like that. Yeah, yeah. This story's <laughs> just getting started. It's like got the key, puts it in the, I don't know, somewhere, something on the bike. I don't know. There's a slot for it. Turns it. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. I figure it, like starts with the like he's got the helmet. The helmet changes first, and the rest of the suit sort of goes after that. There's like a, a red bodysuit, like some pauldrons, got the sword on his back. Nice. All right. And then uh, what about Blue? What's your uh, morphing sequence? <laughs> okay, so I think for one, I'm going at least this time, like he's going to like, he would say the story's just beginning if he happened to be the first guy transforming <laughs> or the only guy transforming in the scene. But someone's already done it. Like, we don't need to double up. So he takes the key. He turns it in his, um, uh, you know, in the motorcycle. I think that, like, maybe the wizard on the side of the motorcycle sort of, like, <laughs> lights up and the stars on it, like, start, like, moving around or something. Um, his outfit. Like he got his fancy bike like stoner van it's incredible yeah (laughs) (laughs) um his outfit you know it is you know it's a blue jumpsuit instead of the um well bodysuit instead of like the pauldrons i think that he's got like um like a relatively short sort of like cape you know um and like i said in the character creation his helmet does have like sort of a um sort of like like a wizard's hat not just like not just a straight cone but it's sort of like you know it has it's sort of crooked towards the tip you know um (laughs) flops a little bit yeah and there's just like a vague brim but you know it's built into the helmet um and so like he exactly um 
And his weapon, which would also, I think, be on his back to start with, is, like, it's sort of... <laughs> so, okay, actually, you know what? I had said I wanted him to have, like, a magic staff rocket launcher. Um, but I'm, I've got two different ideas in my head, and I want to run it past you. Do you think it should be more of a conventional, like, long tube that would get, like, slung over the shoulder? Or... Um, something a little more sci-fi, like, um, I, I'm sure there are multiple examples, but I'm specifically thinking of Farrah from Overwatch, how she has, like, a rocket launcher that she can, like, just hold, like, a rifle, you know? Uh, what sounds better to you? I like both of those ideas very much. I think the traditional long tube lends itself more to the wizard aesthetic, though. True, yeah. Okay. I'm so really it's enamored like... with the, the shoulder mounted. <laughs> yeah, okay then. They're both good. Then it's Very you good. know Yeah, so it's a standard sort of long tube and like and really the main way that you can tell that it is a wizard staff is that sticking out of the end instead of like actually to be clear, like this isn't um it's more like like I don't know enough about guns to be able to, to articulate this clearly, but it's not like say like the Team Fortress 2 soldier rocket launcher that is just sort of a tube. It's the kind where like the missile is like visible on the end, you know? Yeah. Except instead of a missile, it's like a big chunky plastic star. Yeah. Got it. Love that very and much. Yeah, that's, that's his transformation. All right, and then that leaves us with Jackie's transformation. Right. So, uh so Jackie hops on the bike and uh and there's, you know, it, it spews like, you know, horrible, acrid, <laughs> black smoke into the air uh, as they as they take off down the street uh, behind their their comrades, and uh, they say, "I always thought it should be. It's time to book it." And they, they oh fuck, they, I just came up with it like a minute ago, so <laughs> I, it was like way too late, so I just put it in there. Anyways, um, I love it though. <laughs> And uh, so they they put in like their you know their the old key that's like got two teeth on it and stuff into the <laughs> you know into, yeah. the, into the bike, um, and it uh, and it sort of uh, um, ex- not explodes. It's not the right word. It's like there's there's like a bloom of vines mm. that 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 come up from the the uh, the wheels, and it sort of encapsulates. Jackie and the bike in uh in like green vines that then f- that then whoosh fall away to reveal Jackie's full uh full like power suit thing, you know, bodysuit <laughs> thing. Um that has uh it has like a slight uh billowiness to it at the at the top almost like it's like a um th- oh, there's yeah. like it's like a like a sort of like a peasant shirt kind of vibe, mm. um, but it's not too much that it's that it looks like they're wearing a shirt. It's just got right. that sort of outline to it, um, and also their boots are have a have little curves at the at the front. Yeah, um, and uh, and yeah, they have a and they have a little satchel uh, or not satchel, <laughs> but a little a little bag uh, tied to their belt. Which is where their magic beans are. Hell yes. I love the elf shoes. <laughs> it's and, so good. 
And so their bike now looks much better. It's still very stripped down uh, compared to the others, but it, it, it does, it has, you know, color and paneling and the parts don't look like they're about to fall off and that kind of thing. <laughs> All right. So what, as the rangers ride off in pursuit of Prince Farming, I assume this would be red in front with blue and green behind him in sort of like a V formation. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what are you all doing to try to catch up to this uh, nightman on his big black motorcycle horse? Hmm. Um. So, as the Red Ranger, it says, I may always take action, leaving yourself vulnerable. So, I think what the first thing Rowan's going to try is just speeding up and getting closer, which is, um, and just sort of, like, Daring him to do something about it and seeing <laughs> like he like unsheathes the sword like a figure like maybe like opens do do we have like a way to talk to like um do we know which which brother Grim do we have like do we know do we have a name <laughs> I for think him? he just goes by Grim okay so do you think we have like radio communication with him or anything yeah I. If you want to establish that you do, I have no problem. Yeah, so I think, um... Actually, instead of, like, unsheathing the sword, uh... Like, Rowan will, like, just sort of, like, put his hand to the... Where his ear would be on his helmet <laughs> in the universal visual language of I'm talking to somebody through a communicator. <laughs> and just be uh -huh. like, it's like, Grim, this, uh... This Prince Harming guy is stealing my bit. Do you know anything about him? <laughs> For a second, I thought you said stealing my bitch. I was like, dang, that escalated no! quickly. No, this is a Power Ranger show. Yeah, this yeah. Is, no, we're keep, we're keeping a PG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bit, my shtick. I'll say you hear stealing, stealing my gimmick. You hear Grim come back through the helmet, speaking to you. Actually, we cut away to Grim, uh, flipping through. Hell yeah. The, uh, He's on the castle set. <laughs> through the uh, giant fairy tale book, looking desperately for Prince Harming, and he says, Oh, yes, he... Oh, of course, he's one of the evil queen's minions. He uh, attempts to kidnap those that are pure of heart and bring them back to his queen to give her power. You have to stop him. Oh. Yeah, we can't have that. It's like Rowan is like, how did they? It's like, how did they get this poor girl for this TV show? If she's pure heart. Yeah. <laughs> Going to keep that to himself. <laughs> but yeah, as uh, you are riding next to him, Prince Harming is going to unsheathe his own sword from his back, and he is going to start swinging at Rowan's motorcycle. Oh. Okay. Uh, what are blue and green going to do here? Do either of you have anything you want to get into here? Um, I was going to say that because I've got a token uh, on reserve uh, due to the ally took back at the diner, um, <laughs> is uh, I do actually have something that I think would make for a good opener, which would be try to pinpoint an adversary's weakness. So I think... Um, I think he, like, maybe sort of, like, grumbles to himself, like, as Rowan charges ahead and is like, oh, yeah, a bunch of just 
bunch of big guys duking it out again. Classic. Um, but he's going to, um, let me think. He, I think that what he does is he literally, like, makes sort of, like, like, like just, you know, the okay symbol with one hand and, like, holds it up to his visor. And, like, we can see that this is somehow, like, allowing him to do, like, a cool, like, scanning thing from the inside of his helmet. Um, except that, like, the, like, the heads-up display he has in there has a lot of just, like, astronomical symbols and stuff. Cool. Um, um, and so, yeah, he's trying to trying to pinpoint uh, Prince Harming's weakness. It says try, so I don't know how successful it is, but. So I think, like, as you are looking through your helmet, we get the panel very much like the Iron Man style heads up display. And these symbols coalesce into essentially a readout on Prince Harming that he is incredibly strong incredibly fast but he does have a very big ego so the easiest Mm. way to hurt (laughs) him would be sort of playing the mental game making him doubt himself his power comes (laughs) from his confidence because prince harming always puts the girl in the end gotcha okay (laughs) um all right then. Um, also, I don't. Uh, I just do want to like confirm that this is a heavy turn that I have spent. I don't know if that interacts with the sort of turns that you're taking. Uh, but, that uh, was actually uh, try to pinpoint an adversary's weaknesses on your regular turns. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, okay. Um, well then, in that case, I will. Yeah, I will hold on to that uh, token. Then I guess I was just thinking of it as like. Okay, cool. Um, well, then he's just going to like, he's going to move his hand from the from his eye to his ear to talk with the others, and it's <laughs> like, well, according to my, uh, according to my scry sensor, this guy <laughs> is looks like he's going to be tricky to take on in a fight. We got to get inside his head. What little he has of one, it seems. Oh, I can do that. And then, uh, Jackie, like, speeds ahead, uh, and, and, like, gets up next to the, to the, uh, to Prince Harming. Um, and, uh, I, so Prince Harming is still fighting swords, or locking swords with, uh, with, uh, uh, Red Ranger, yeah. Uh, he was swinging at Rowan's bike. I don't know if Rowan is, like, countering him with, uh, uh, cool motorcycle sword bike. Yeah, Rowan will uh, try and protect his bike and self from these. Okay, so yeah, the two of them are locked in uh, motorcycle-mounted sword combat. (laughs) (laughs) Tight. So yeah, um, then Jackie like taps on his shoulder, like on the (laughs) other side, (laughs) like just just (laughs) as he's. He's turned to Tio to fight to fight Rowan, and uh, Jackie's like coming up behind him. Um, he goes, "Excuse me, Prince Harming." He hello. He turns to look over his shoulder and says, "What do you want, punk? I'm in the middle of something." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just uh, I was just wondering, um, what what are you the prince of? 
Are you like a? Do you have a king dad or like a queen mom or like? What's your deal? <laughs> he gestures with his head, all the while still sword fighting with the red <laughs> ranger. He gestures with his head to the woman underneath his opposite arm and just says, "I'm Prince Harming, and I always get the princess." That's how the fairy tales go, kid. Kid? I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh and then he uh I think he's going to try to th- try to like throw a magic bean at him and just see what happens. <laughs> okay. Are you trying to like hit any of your light turns here or um, I think that, uh, this could easily be a light turn, um, because it's a random effect, so it's kind of, I guess, up to you. Uh, it could, it, this could, this could go either, if I'm acting, if it's a favorable outcome, I figure it's, uh, act as a decoy. But if it's, uh, which is a regular turn, but if it's an unfavorable outcome, it's either, uh, the light turn endanger someone instead of accomplishing something, <laughs> or uh, act childish when someone expects better. I think I'm gonna. I think if you're okay with it, I'm gonna have you do the uh, or take a token for endangering someone. I think what happens is sure. you throw this bean, and as you might expect from throwing a bean, a beanstalk grows out of the ground but it grows sort of in the form of a ram. Prince Harmon <laughs> steers his motorcycle up off of this ram over several cars and in the process drops the woman that he was carrying. Oh, shit. oh shit. She is about to fall heavy into some cars unless someone does something to save her. Okay. Um. um let me see here. So, whoops oh go ahead <laughs> that's all I just wanted to add that so if Sai wants to jump in I can but I'm looking at my turns um I could have I could take it got... oh go ahead I was going to ask it just asking if you had any regular turns that you know do yeah that, that's what so, you're already doing yeah take action leaving yourself vulnerable makes sense although I did just use it um Yeah, you I've got uh, head into danger without your squad's light turn. Ooh. Like that one. He's got to like break off to uh, try to catch her. Th- that's interesting. But uh, I'm actually um, not sure what the danger would be then. Uh, oh, I've got some ideas. Uh, oh, okay. I'm yeah. I want the light turn then. Okay, <laughs> give me a couple like give me a scene here. How Rowan is riding to save this poor woman. Okay. So, so Prince Harming drove up the ramp, ramped off it, and dropped her. So, uh, Rowan's got to, he's gonna, like, grit his teeth, like, tisk, and, like, avoid the ramp, because he's gotta go, you know, around the side and underneath to catch her. And then, like, uh, I figure, like, maybe, like, weave between some cars, uh, stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, and as Prince Harming hits the ground, he slides to a stop on his motorcycle and climbs off, holding his sword at the ready. The 
three of you, as you drive up closer to him, notice that he has a big smile on his face. And he uh, says, of course, the heroes always fall into the traps of the much superior villains. <laughs> and in the background, we see a creature growing in the skyline. Oh, man. A large golden goose. Oh, <laughs> excellent. And I'm going because we're almost to an hour and I'm on a bit of a time crunch. I'm going to call this as a two-parter. As on the screen, <laughs> it says, next time, no harm, no foul, part two. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, <laughs> that was a real rip-roaring start to this, this game. Thank you very much, Elliot. This game's just an excuse for me to make terrible puns. I love this it. Is, this is maybe the most excusable time and place to do it. So, <laughs> uh, so okay. yeah, that is our first episode of Henshin. I hope everyone had a good time and oh, will nice. join us again next week. And until then... Stay big, gay, and nerd. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the lauded gay nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.